For the day, I'm Dr. Leung from the School of Theology, TCA College. I've been reflecting on my recent visit to Israel. The Church of the Holy Sepulchre has been accepted by many to indicate the place where Jesus was crucified. It indicated Golgotha, 
and where he was buried, his tomb. So far, studies haven't been able to refute the authenticity of the locations within the church, which was located in a Christian quarter of the old city. And pilgrims flocked to visit what is considered the holiest site in Christianity. After we listen to a song, we will read from the book of Matthew, which records the rending of the curtain of the temple and the splitting of the tombs at Jesus' death. Let me read Matthew chapter 27 from verse 32. As they were going out, they met a man from Cyrene named Simon, and they forced him to carry the cross. They came to a place called Golgotha, which means the place of the skull. There they offered Jesus wine to drink mixed with gall, but after tasting it, he refused to drink it. When they had crucified him, they divided up his clothes by casting lots, and sitting down, they kept watch over him there. Above his head, they placed the written charge against him. This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Two rebels were crucified with him, one on his right and one on his left. Those who passed by hurled insults at him, shaking their heads and saying, You who are going to destroy the temple and build it up in three days, save yourself. Come down from the cross, if you are the Son of God. In the same way, the chief priests, the teachers of the law, and the elders mocked him. He saved others, they said, but he can't save himself. He's the king of Israel. Let him come down now from the cross and will believe in him. He trusts in God. Let God rescue him now if he wants him. For he said, I am the son of God. In the same way, the rebels who were crucified with him also heaped insults on him. From noon, until three in the afternoon, darkness came over all the land. About three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lama sabatani, which means, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of those standing there heard this, they said, He's calling Elijah. Immediately, one of them ran and got a sponge. He filled it with wine vinegar, put it on a staff, and offered it to Jesus to drink. The rest said, Now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to save him. And when Jesus had cried out again in a loud voice, he gave up his spirit. At that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook, the rock split, and the tombs broke open. The bodies of many holy people who had died were raised to life. They came out of the tombs after Jesus' resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared to many people. When the centurion and those with him who were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and all that had happened, they were terrified and exclaimed, Surely he was the Son of God. Throughout the interrogation of Jesus by the high priest Caiaphas, Jesus did not bother to refute the false charges brought against him. 
but he was forced to admit under oath that he was the Son of God. Matthew chapter 26 verses 63 to 64, it writes, The high priest said to him, I charge you under oath by the living God. Tell us if you are the Messiah, the Son of God. You have said so, Jesus replied, but I say to all of you, from now on you will see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of the Mighty One and coming on the clouds of heaven. Have we ever wondered what had happened when such a powerful one as the Son of God died? What kind of immense power would have been unleashed? Indeed, what we see are both the destructive and the constructive forces that ensued. The curtain of the temple was torn into two from top to bottom. The text hinted through the mouth of Jesus' accusers that Jesus would destroy the temple and build it up in three days. We know, of course, that Jesus was referring to his body and its resurrection. Even though the rending of the curtain had been viewed as Jesus opening the way to the Holy of Holies, but there has been a strong tone of judgment against the temple authorities in the Gospel. And the destruction of the temple by the Roman army in 70 AD was foretold by Jesus, that not one stone would be left upon another stone. And indeed, what is left of the Western Wall was not part of the wall of the temple, but just a retaining wall of the Temple Mount. The magnificent works on the temple, which was initiated by Herod the Great, continued into AD 63. And the temple was soon destroyed seven years later, in AD 70. Such was the fate of the temple as an act of punishment of the Jews for crucifying their Messiah using false accusations. Josephus writes of the glory of God leaving the temple before it was destroyed. The rending of the outer temple curtain. We know that's the outer temple curtain because a centurion saw the rending of the temple curtain and it could not be the curtain that divides the Holy of Holies and the Holy Place. This curtain was about 55 cubits in height, which was about 25 meters. And the rending of the curtain from the top to bottom could only be an act of God. For it was a massive piece of embroidery that could not be easily torn from the top to bottom. This was accompanied by a large earthquake with tombs splitting up and the dead resurrected. The church of sepulchre that I visited showcased the rocks that had split around the crucifixion site and around Jesus' tomb. Even though one cannot prove the authenticity of the relics in the church of sepulchre, but the visit revealed the historical rootedness of Jesus and the immense power unleashed at his death, for he was not an ordinary person. As a song is being played, we reflect on the Son of God, who allowed himself to be ridiculed, lashed and crucified. Being no ordinary person, the temple authorities involved 
in plotting against him bore the consequence of their actions. The immense power of the death and the subsequent resurrection of Jesus translated into the resurrection for the saints. Jesus, the Son of God, is someone to be feared and not to be messed with. He is God who walked on earth, and He came to die so that we could have life. He is not impressed with the magnificent temple that man built, but He calls for true piety and fear of God in the hearts of His followers. After a song is being played, let us go to God in prayer. He became sin Who knew no sin That we might become His righteousness He humbled Himself And carried the cross Love so Bless.
blessed Redeemer, Emmanuel. to comprehend what transacted at the moment when your son, the Lord of the universe, died. He died the most demeaning and painful death on the cross. It was a time when cosmic events revealed who he really was, the Son of God. Dear God, if we had in our actions hurt and opposed you, or Jesus, we should come humbly before you and seek for forgiveness. We ask for grace and mercy, for forgiveness of our arrogance, sometimes the attitude we have before you. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. We have come to the end of the program. Be sure to tune in to Thought for the Day tomorrow. Goodbye. We hope you've been blessed by today's message. Thought for the Day is brought to you by Trinity Christian Centre Singapore. This program comes on every weekday at 7.40 in the morning and again at 10.30 in the evening. If you've been blessed by our program, we'd love to hear from you. Do call us at 6468-4444 or email us at admin at trinity.sg. For more information on our services, events and seminars, do visit our website at www.trinity.sg. On behalf of Trinity Christian Centre, may God's presence, peace and power be real to you today and every day. God bless.